Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome, or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. I am Kate Noel, the host of this show, and today, the day that I release this, will be my birthday. So happy birthday to me. I'm recording this before. Um, I'm not recording this on my birthday, but I release episodes on Wednesdays, and this Wednesday is my birthday, um, which is December 20th. I'm turning 29 years old, last year of my 20s, and it felt more than appropriate. It felt like the only episode I could record is a lovely little reflection of my 28th year of life. I had a really interesting powerful, intense 28th year of life. I'm kind of getting emotional right now, actually, just thinking about it. But in a, in a good way, really, it's a good emotional. But 28 for me was definitely the most challenging year of my life. Um, 27 was <laughs> second place. What I feel like 27, I was it was really challenging in a lot of ways, but it was challenging and I was in fight or flight. Whereas in my 28th year of life, I, it was challenging because I was no longer in fight or flight and I really felt um, a lot of things. Um, and by the way, this isn't like a what was me thing. This is a, a gratitude and a reflection of gratitude. So hopefully that's you're able to hear that in this. Um, I feel so lucky and so grateful for everything that happened to me and, and all the people in my life. Um, we'll talk about more. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. Um, but I really got out of fight or flight during 28, which is such a blessing to be able to not live in fight or flight, right? Like it's a really good thing. Um, but it's also really tough at the same time. A lot of uh, my 28th year was very similar to that of recovery, where I think what happens is we, if you have, if you're in recovery or have gone through recovery from a history of like challenging food and body stuff. Um, that's what this podcast is mostly about. Um, but if you've gone through that, you might have, you might know this feeling where when you start to eat more, when you, when you start to stress less, when you start to take care of yourself, your body finally feels safe enough to get out of fight or flight, which is great because then you can really start healing. But then it's only after you get out of fight or flight when you actually feel safe that a lot of times you actually start to feel everything. And a lot of times it feels all at once and it's overwhelming. And it's so easy to go back to the coping mechanism or the familiar um, way that you used to deal with things. But you know in the back of your mind that that's not the right thing for you. And you know in the back of your mind and in your heart that that's only going to leave you more pain in the future. So you choose to deal with the hard stuff. And that's what I did with my recovery. And that's kind of what I did with 28, I think too. Um, and so it was one of the best years of my life in a lot of ways, but it was also one of the hardest. So let's talk about it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to describe everything that happened to me during my 20th year of life. Cause that's not as relevant as I think like the lessons that I learned. Um, but I experienced a lot of grief and a lot of sadness. I experienced, um, heartbreak. I experienced intense health problems. I experienced um, a new career and the challenges that come with uh, 
choosing a new career for yourself and the questions that you have for yourself and self-doubt and stuff like that. So let's go into it. I have actually six six things, which I know is kind of random. At first I was like, oh, let me do one of those trendy like 29 lessons in 29 or 28 lessons in 28 years. But to be honest, I don't have the energy to even pretend like I can come up with 28 lessons because I just don't. So I'm just going to do six because that's genuinely what I feel like I can come up with uh, for this episode. So number one, uh, and these aren't in any particular order. Number one is that the best healing happens with patience and time and for me it happens it happened with being alone um and i think for me i learned this past year that i have not trusted myself enough in my life historically whether it was with my relationship with food and body or with it with other relationships in my life with or my family or anyone like that um or my career i haven't always i don't have like naturally tons of self-trust um sometimes i have a lot of self-doubt and that's something i've worked on in the past like five or six years with my recovery but i feel like this past year was the first year of my life that i was genuinely um alone in, in a new type of way uh, single in a new type of way and um, living in a new environment. And, you know, I just really cultivated a lot. Uh, healing happened a lot um, with just me being alone because when, when I was alone, it was really kind of like the only way that I could learn that I could really trust myself. And I could have, and I wasn't alone, like isolated alone. I spent most nights with my best friends and I wasn't alone in that sense. Like, but more so the energy of being alone. Um, and I just had so much healing when I really dealt with the emotions on my own and trusted that I could tolerate the sadness and the emotions. And I think that's what this really, this lesson really was for me is, oh, I can tolerate the discomfort and the pain way more than I thought I could. Um, and that is powerful to know that you can tolerate something that doesn't feel very good um, and you can get to the other side and you'll be better for it. So like having tolerance and self-trust, um, t- t- tolerating discomfort and just trusting that I can do that. And on top of that, just being so patient and having so much time, like letting time just heal was really, really important for me as well. So that's like the first lesson I feel like I really learned is that I don't want to be attached to anything. I mean, of course I, I am attached to things. I'm a human being and I like safety and security and comfort. That's kind of like all I want. But like, I genuinely know that I can be happy and 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 be happy with myself. And I don't want to rely on anything else to make me innately happy like most of the time but it took a lot of sadness and knowing that i could tolerate the discomfort to get there and patience number two it's never too late to start a new chapter in your life for me this 28 was 
all new things. I had left a marriage. I started acting um, for TV and film, and I started and cultivated new friendships. I mean, so much of my I had such such newness and, and started modeling again. And I just really saw in year 28, I just saw and felt so much that it's never too late to start a new chapter. It's never too late to start over. It's never too late to um, release old stories and start a new one and, and use your experience with your old stories to start a new one. Um, and I felt like I felt like I'm too old to start acting. I'm too old to to even date. Sometimes I would feel that way, which is so silly. But I would say like I'm too, I'm too like I have too much baggage or blah, blah blah. I don't even know what it is. And I think even sometimes before I started my recovery, I would think that well, I've had a, I've had an eating problem for like like ten years. Like why would I try and heal now? And I just was was proven wrong that self doubt this year, you know, I, I worked really hard and I, and I did a lot of the work and I had to, you know, it wasn't like I was affirmed right away. Like I said, I, with, with acting in my career, for example, I have done so many self tapes and done so many auditions and got rejected so many times just to get that one role. Right. And, and I'm really lucky in that I was able to act a lot this year. My first year of acting, I, I did a lot of projects. I feel so proud of that. I got a manager and I got agents and I have the best support team and the best friends who just know how to support me and my family supports me. Um, so I had help and I had to experience a lot of rejection and I do experience a lot of rejection. So it's like one of those things where it's not like right away I was so affirmed, but ultimately I feel like in hindsight, yeah, like it's never too late to start a new chapter. Same with relationship stuff. Um, I'm in a relationship now that I'm really happy in and I didn't think this was possible. Same with um, my friendships. Like I met my best friend only like a year and a half ago. Like that to me is so powerful just to know that like you can always find, and and, and, and I have like, I think it's, trusting that my heart is so expansive and my life is so expansive that I can start, start new. Um, and you can always change your mind. And, you know, of course I value commitment. I value uh, loyalty and I value like the long haul of things. Um, but at the same time, like having autonomy over your life and not feeling locked in, I think is really powerful. So excited for what's to come. Um, I feel so grateful for all of my support, like I said, and also just grateful for myself for trying new things and trusting that I can, I can try new things. And just because some, like, just because I tried something new doesn't mean I'm always going to do it. It doesn't mean I have to do it forever. Or just because I got validated by getting like a manager and an agent or this or that doesn't mean I have to keep going. It's just a good reminder to, um, I don't know, just like, it's never too late to start over and and I can trust myself more self-trust here about you know the things I want to do okay the third reflection true love to me especially in my year 28 and in moving forward into 29 and probably for the rest of my life love from whoever from my mom from my friends from my boyfriend from whoever loves me is time and consistency um consistency and time and patience and 
energy matching. You know, I realized something in my year 28. This is like a side note. When I feel the most loved when the person I'm with like matches my energy. Like if I'm feeling like sad, I don't want them to feel sad too, but I want them to like hold space for my sadness. Or if I'm feeling happy, I want them to hold space for my happiness. And like that to me is like love. Like that's so, that's so special. Um, but like time and consistency and because I value time and consistency and energy matching in my own life, that's something that I realized I want to give to my relationships. Um, oh, like just overflowing with like consistency and, and time and patience and just showing up for, for my people in my life as they need me to. And like, to, to me, like life is busy and if I make plans with, with a friend or with a boyfriend or with like anyone, I value consistency and I value like flexibility. Like if I'm too tired to hang out after all, like I want to be able to say I'm too tired and vice versa. I want the people in my life to be able to show up for me the same way I show up for them, which like I really feel like it is, um, you know, trusting that like, okay, we can make plans and if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I have, um, I've just experienced love in a really different way in year 28 where yes, love is commitment and love is exciting and love is passionate and love is fun and love is spontaneous. Love is also slow and consistent and easy and peaceful and it doesn't have to be the most like exciting things all the time and like some of the best times of my life where I've felt the most loved and supported are times that I'm like with my best friends and we are just like watching tv and eating dinner and like drinking tea and like doing nothing you know it's like the nicest most wholesome times of my life maybe that's just me getting older (laughs) maybe I'm just an old grandma um but it really does it really has meant a lot to me just consistency and then like I said energy matching is good too okay moving on Number four, speaking of friends, um, my female adult friendships have healed me in my year 28. Um, before 28, I don't know. I was, I was, I guess maybe not as reliant on my friends. I was very self-reliant. I really wanted to deal with things internally on my own. I didn't want to, but maybe I felt like I had to. Um, and I didn't really rely on like my female friendships as much as I do now. Like I rely on them exponentially more than I do now. Um, my female friendships are far, are, are few, not far. They're few. Like I don't have that many, but oh my God, these people are my sisters. They're my family. Um, I love them so much and they have healed me. And I've realized so much that like I need to rely on the support that I have and that means being so open and and externalizing how I feel and showing up as I am and to be loved and and to experience like adult female friendships especially in like your like mid to late 20s to 30s like this time of life is having friendships is is so different because like we're all experiencing like differences in life and like 
really making bigger and bigger and bigger decisions. And so having like adult friendships is just so healing. My female friendships have been so healing to me, like truly have like saved me. So I just feel like I'm never, ever again going to go into like a shell and not rely on them and not like utilize what I have and and see the gratitude and, and, and see like what I have in my friendships. Choosing my friendships, right? That's been like such an important thing for me. Okay, moving on. Five. Ah, this one. I have learned so much that I am never going to have it all figured out. Embracing this not having it all figured out because that mindset of thinking that I have it all figured out has literally only led me to missed expectations and disappointment in myself maybe because I expect myself to have everything figured out and then when something doesn't go as planned I just feel like bad about it I don't know maybe maybe I'm a little bit extreme here but like I cannot even I can't do a five-year plan I can hardly do a one-year plan I feel like my whole life I've been so worried about what my future holds it's taken me so much out of the present moment I don't think I lived in the present moment for like the past six years of my life except for last year like for the first time I really feel like I've learned that I just have to be so present in my life and I have to just really know at the end of the day that like all we have is now all we have is today not like being stupid and making dumb decisions that will harm other people or myself for my future but like truly being so present and 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 having that having today and just knowing and showing up for myself today whether that means if i wake up today for example i had a long list of things i wanted to do today i woke up my stomach hurt i didn't really feel that good i'm traveling a lot the next um i'm traveling tomorrow for my birthday i'm going to new york going to michigan after that to spend christmas with my family and then i'm going to hawaii for new year's so i have lots of traveling going on and i you know i just woke up feeling kind of tired and my whole to-do list is a little bit derailed and in the past i would be so upset with myself i say oh i had all these things to do all these expectations of myself and now i'm really embracing like the present moment like i don't have to have it all figured out it's gonna be okay i'm gonna be fine i have to tune in i'm not gonna go to the gym after all i'm not gonna go do x y and z after all because i just want to relax and that's why i haven't been showing up as much on social media that's why the podcast hasn't been as consistent and in the past i would feel like so sorry about that i'm sorry i feel so worried and so stressed and now i'm just like you know what i just have to be present with with my life right now and be gentle with myself and that's been very 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 healing just to know that i don't have to um have it all figured out i'm never gonna have it all figured out life life comes at has come at me and has proven life has just proven to me that it has its own like a little plan and i just have to be as prepared in the present moment as possible and that's all that i can do okay the last i don't know reflection i thought about that really was very real for me and my year 28 was gratitude for my health and my body and ultimately recovery i kind of like i didn't forget about my recovery but like i don't it doesn't i don't feel as 
pulled and moved by my own recovery anymore. I think it's because it's been so long and I've been like fully recovered for so long that like for some reason or whatever for, for, so the reason it is the reason I'm not as moved by it, um, affected by it, but I had some health issues this year and they were very scary and unexpected. And I realized how precious my health is and my well-being and I just feel so much gratitude for my body and I'm so glad that I'm recovered and I chose to recover because I've I've felt like the scariness of health problems this year and the scariness of of not knowing what's to come in that regard and I I feel like I have taken advantage of my health in the past and it's really easy to do that when you have when I had in my eating disorder, it was really easy for me to take advantage of my own health and well-being. So I just feel so much gratitude for my health and I'm going to continue to care for myself um, and really prioritize physical self-care um, with my hormones, with eating really well, with prioritizing sleep. I feel like I've been like living in fun land the past like month or so. Um, so I feel like I haven't done a very good job. Well, I don't say good job, but I've given myself some grace here with the physical self-care. Um, but it's okay. You know, it doesn't always have to be perfect, but I have learned, I think in general during my 20th year of life, how important it is for me to have consistency with just like my health and slowing down when I need to slow down and then having fun, having the best night ever when I want to have fun. And that's just kind of how it is. So that has been extremely relevant for me is like just the health of my body and my mind and sleeping and hormone health and um, been really grateful for just like feeling good in my life um, and physically. Ha! That was it. That was my um, that was my birthday reflections. I'm turning 29 really soon. Um, today, if you're listening to this and, um, I'm just really grateful. I'm really super, super, super grateful. I'm so grateful for all of you for listening, for tuning in and take the cake, for being there for me, a part of my life in a way, uh, in a big way, really. Um, and I hope this episode was not egotistic. I hope that you found it helpful or inspiring in some way. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up for me and for showing up for yourself in some way. And I hope to see you on the next episode Take the Cake 2024 um, is going to be... I, I don't know what 2024 is going to be. Look at me implementing my own reflections. I'm like, wait, I don't actually know what 2024 is going to bring. But we'll see. Let's, let's all show up for the ride. I saw this like funny meme that was like y'all, um, I see y'all learned your lesson and none of you are trying to predict that 2024 is going to be the best year of your life. I was like cackling. I was like, oh my God, that's true. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. I hope you all have an amazing holiday season. Um, I was going to do a holiday episode, but I, I didn't, I, I haven't, maybe I will, but, um, just remember until until I do or if I don't do a holiday episode, just remember that you can always take a break. You go to the bathroom, be by yourself if you've got t- triggering family, triggering foods. Like All in all, try to have structure and autonomy. Um, this is very gen- general advice, but like structure and autonomy. And um, I think those things can take you pretty far. 
Okay, that was going to be this episode of Take the Cake. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked it, don't forget to leave me a rating and or a review, and I will see you all in the next episode of Take the Cake. Bye for now.